sleep is both an indicator and facilitator of brain health. It's proven. If you don't get sleep, your brain doesn't function. After about three weeks of sleep, your brain stops functioning. Like you can't compute anymore. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to episode 96 of That's So Maven. Today's episode is a really important one for a couple of reasons, but the main reason is because we're chatting about brain health, which is something that I am extremely passionate about. And now our conversation is actually not around mental health, which of course is highly tied to brain health, but we're actually talking about how to help your brain function at its best and most effective level possible. So things like energy and focus and sleep and just baseline having a healthy brain, which is something that we tend to not really worry about until there's a problem. And this is something that I know firsthand because some of you may know this. I'm not sure if everybody knows this, but in my past life or in my pre-healthy maven life, I actually worked in brain imaging research. So for a couple of years, I was working in New York doing autism research, and we were looking at mitochondrial cells in the brains of children with autism. So I spent all day long looking at microscopy scans. It was interesting to say the least, but I was very, very focused on brain health and what the brain might look like if it's not you know, what we conventionally perceive brains to look like. Autism is really interesting because you know, there are some people who believe that it's the brain not functioning at optimal levels. It's also, you know, for many people, maybe just a different way of seeing the world. And I'm not here to get into that conversation, but that was how I spent a couple of years. And then I ended up moving to Toronto and I did neonatal brain imaging research. So I continued looking at brains, but this time I was looking at neonates. So babies who were born preterm and the effects of being born preterm on their brains. So this is my background. I focused on neuro when I was in college and I majored in psychology with a focus on neuropsychology. So I'm definitely passionate about this topic. In the end, it wasn't something that I wanted to work in long-term, but I've always been fascinated by the human brain and have a history of working in populations where, you know, we're, we're not looking at the brain from an optimal standpoint. And I think it's an important conversation that we have about what we can do to help our brains work most effectively. And it's something that I honestly hadn't really thought about, but in the last few months, I've been struggling with some health issues and I'm not here to, you know, go into detail and it's not anything major, but just, you know, some trouble with sleep and some trouble with energy. And it's a result of a lot of different things that are going on. But I really came to notice that one of the things that wasn't working for me was feeling like I was sluggish all the time. Like my brain just couldn't keep up. And no matter how much coffee I drank, it wasn't working for me. And I knew something needed to change, which was when this company basically landed in my lap in the best way possible. And today I'm going to be chatting with the founders of this company, and it's called Lively. And so Lively has a whole line of supplements that help with brain health. And it's a combination of vitamins and minerals along with different herbs and a whole bunch of other amazing things for your body that they've worked together on to create. And what makes it especially awesome is the fact that you don't have to take a million and one pills. It's only two pills and it has everything in it. And we'll get into a whole conversation around what Lively is and what the products are actually all about. But what I really wanted to talk about was Dr. James Lee and Dr. Tess Mauricio all about their journeys how they met each other. They're both physicians 
And Dr. James actually had a brain tumor and actually collapsed in the operating room. And so that was how things got started for him. He's going to share a little bit more about that story and how that played into them developing this line. And they're just sharing all their wisdom when it comes to brain health so that you can focus to the best of your ability, function to the best of your ability, sleep to the best of your ability. And obviously we all have days when we're just like not feeling that great and that's totally normal, but you shouldn't have to feel that way all the time. So I think this is a really important conversation that we have and one that I haven't really heard a lot of people talking about. And as some of you may know, I'm actually studying herbalism right now to become an herbalist and I'm really passionate about using herbs to support your health. And, you know, just in conjunction with other things that you might be doing. And I love that that's a part of Lively. So I'm going to stop talking here. I'm going to jump into the episode. It's a really good one. Stay tuned till the end because I got some important notes for you guys. And with that, let's kick things off. Hi, Dr. Tess and Dr. James. Welcome to the show. Uh, Hello. Hello Thank you for having us. Great to talk to you. I'm so excited to have both of you here on the show today to hear more about your journey, to chat about Lively. I've had a chance to try Lively and it's amazing. I was telling you guys before that the focus blend is, I mean, it's crazy. It's so good. So I'm really excited to kind of pick your brains, learn more about your journey and more about Lively and how you developed it. Great. Excellent. And we'd be happy to answer all questions. I mean, we, we could talk forever about this. We, yeah, I mean, and you really our, can. Yeah, this is our passion. <laughs> this is our life. Yes. Awesome. So why don't you tell the listeners a bit more about who each of you is and kind of how you got into medicine? Hold on. You want to go first, baby? Mm-hmm. How we got into medicine? Yeah. Well, I, I'll, I'll go first because, well, for me, it was almost uh, uh, not a choice because I was born into a, uh, my both my parents were physicians. They would talk you know, medical speak uh, in the house as if it were nothing. So I grew up speaking Dr. E's uh, from a very early age. I knew, uh, I just knew from the very beginning that that's what I was going to be. So uh, that's kind of, that was my life from the beginning. Yeah. For me, I'm the um, first uh, doctor in the family, but I've always had this desire to really help people's happiness level, psychological well-being, quality of life. And when I was a student at Stanford, a medical student there, I thought I was going to be a psychiatrist, actually, because I thought that would be a direct way for me to help someone's um, psychological well-being. And then I ended up you know, doing a dermatology rotation. And, you know, when you help someone, you really change their lives, you change their self-esteem and confidence and that's kind of how, how I got into dermatology. And James and I were classmates at Stanford. Yes. Um, uh, so actually, we met across yeah. uh, a cadaver anatomy. In anatomy. <laughs> so that's where it all started. And um, yeah, it, it was lucky. And we got married at the Stanford Church. We had our daughter right before graduating from medical school. And now she's a sophomore there. Wow, so. that's an amazing story story. Very special place for us. So I know that something happened in 2010 that kind of changed the trajectory of your lives and of your medical career. So, you know, what happened then that caused this shift? Yeah, absolutely. You know, up until this point, Tess and I had been living what I would uh, define as a sort of a standard double doctor life. I don't know. I was doing my thing. She was doing her thing. I was an anesthesiologist 
working at a hospital, uh, working 90 plus hours a week. Um, we had two kids. She was had a cosmetic dermatology practice going on. Everything was going perfectly. Um, and in 2010, I was finishing up a day uh, in the ORs as an anesthesiologist, finishing up the final case of the day, thank goodness. And uh, just in the last 15 minutes of the case, the surgeon asks me to give a medication that we always give at the end of the case. And so I knew before he even asked it what he was going to ask. I grab it out of the cart and I feel the pop in my head. And from that point on, I basically collapsed. I was barely able to function. Uh, the left half of my face was drooping. The surgeon kind of got my attention and said, hey, can you wake this patient up? I said, I think I can. I got the patient awake and they had two gurneys for us. I went to the ER and I was eventually diagnosed with a brain tumor uh, that left me pretty much uh, dysfunctional for a very long time. So did you have any signs leading up to that or did it just kind of come out of nowhere? You know, hindsight is twenty twenty. So right. I, you know, when we, when I look back on the two years before that episode, I realized that I had been degrading in my function. I look back at the relationships that I had uh, with my, you know, the, with my colleagues, with my friends and family, and realized it all had been deteriorating for a couple years. And my uh, perception of the world and my perception of people changed. Such that, you know, I was always normal. Don't get me wrong. As, as people, we always feel normal. Uh, so nothing was wrong with me. I was the same. But the world around me was crumbling, I thought. Like people were not as astute. They didn't listen to me correctly. My patients didn't follow directions. The surgeons that I were working with didn't respect my time and were always late. You know, the world was against me. And so that, if I look back on the two years before that incident, that had been increasing. My disconnection with the world, like not knowing where I was in the highway, you know, going to work. I thought it was just because I was working 100 hours a week. But, you know, that had been increasing. So there were little things that, uh, little clues, but nothing to say that something major was wrong, no. And so what kind of transpired after they discovered your brain tumor? Well, essentially, I went through a period of uh, what I would say severe dysfunction in chemotherapy. That round, the, the, about nine months of chemo kept me from needing surgery, so I, it, it kept it, the, the tumor at bay, and the doctors were like, you know, they, they were, of course, very nice about it and very eloquent about it, but the bottom line was, you know what, you're not going to die anymore. Uh, you've lost some vision in your right eye, but that's not going to progress, so, you know, you're good to go, and at this point, I, I could barely brush my teeth in the morning, like I had to think about what to do with a tube of toothpaste. I mean, there are a lot of steps involved that we don't even think about anymore, but I had to perseverate over. I mean, you had to unscrew it. Which way? How many times? I mean, how hard? I mean, all of these things you have to think about, and it was just excruciatingly difficult for me. And I asked the doctor, what about that? Is that going to get better? And the doctor's answer was essentially, it depends on me. Everyone's different in their recovery. And that's when I realized I wanted to give myself the best chance to because at that point you have to understand they deemed me healthy i don't have a disease anymore i'm now healthy but now it's up to me to get healthier and so i wanted to do my research and i went back with my degree and i i spoke with my wife i said this is what i want to do i need your help um because my mind was there but it was slow 
You have to understand, like I, I may have been lucky to get one or two thoughts in a day, good thoughts. Otherwise, I was staring at blank walls because anything else hurt my brain. I couldn't watch TV because turning on the TV took too many steps. Do you realize that our remote controls control a cable box, a TV box, I mean, a DVD player, a Netflix? I mean, it, that was too much for my brain. So I stopped watching TV. I stopped interacting with people. And I said, I just want to make myself better. So that's, what it, that's where it all started. And like what James was saying, you know, thinking back, it's really personality changes, mood um, the ability to enjoy life, the ability to appreciate your life, it really depends on brain health. That's what we really realized. So we wanted to really use our medical background and our knowledge in biochemistry. And James is an anesthesiologist. He is an expert in brain and putting people, you know, to sleep and modulating the brain. And he said, okay, let's go back and let's figure out how can we optimize his healing and how can we optimize brain health? And that's kind of how we ended up, you know, with, with Lively. It was really inspired by that life changing episode and sobering appreciation for brain health. You know, when I think about health and the way we approach it, I feel like we look at brain health from the perspective of mental health a lot of the times, which is exceptionally important. But what about baseline, like, you don't have any struggles with mental health, but maybe you have trouble with sleep or focus or these things that, like you said, like it's normal for you, but how do you know what is normal? I think that's something that I struggle with is knowing like, when is it normal for me to be like tired or when am I exceptionally tired, you know? Yes. And, and all of these are little indicator lights that we have been born with that kind of pop up on our biological windshield, right? Uh, fatigue, you know, uh, sadness, lethargy, uh, energy, animation, all these things are indicators of how your body is doing. And if you're feeling tired, there's something that your body needs, whether it's rest, whether it's nutrition, whether it's, you know what, spiritual, maybe it's a pick me up that you, maybe it's a hobby that brings you happiness and picks you up. I started to realize and we started to realize that all of these things are the same thing the mind, body, and the soul. We need, to, we need to heal all of these simultaneously. And we elucidated it through medical science over and over again that the only three things that are guaranteed to improve our health are diet, exercise, and stress control. In other words, what we eat, what we think, and what we do. We decided to go back to the beginning and you know what, what do we eat? What do we put into our bodies? Because diet isn't necessarily what we restrict our bodies. You know, limit our bodies from because that's what most people think of it as a diet. I can't eat this, this, I can't eat that. But diet is in the real definition of is what we take in. And we need to ingest certain micronutrients to continue to optimize our functioning, our baseline functioning, as well as our optimized high level cognitive functioning. Yeah, and and I think you know, we live in a world that we're really pushing ourselves, right? Especially as busy women, working moms, we're balancing so much. And I mean, sleep deprivation is really a huge problem. And if you are not getting good sleep, there's so much research that shows that it impacts so many aspects of your well-being and your health. And so I, I really felt the lively sleep peacefully is going to be 
to me personally, the most important part of of the whole thing because um, you know if you don't get good sleep, it's hard to be your best the next day. And we are constantly pushing ourselves. And the more we push ourselves, the harder it is to get calm and relaxed the next day. And then you get into this this uh, unhealthy cycle. And so if we can help people get optimized sleep, wake up feeling refreshed, um, you know, then they'll be better off and they'll live better lives. I think you brought up such a good point in that there is this cycle. And if you can kind of stop the cycle, like if you can get a better night's sleep, you're going to, you know, consume things for your body, whether it's food or exercise or the interactions that you have with people in your life, you're you're just able to make better decisions for yourself. And if you can make better decisions for yourself, you're going to have a much easier time sleeping and managing stress. And it's, exactly. you know, trying to get into that cycle at some point and break it can have massive impacts in all areas of your life. Yes, it is a vicious cycle because sleep is both an indicator and facilitator of brain health. It's proven. If you don't get sleep, your brain doesn't function. After about three weeks of sleep, your brain stops functioning. Like you can't compute anymore. Sleep is a necessary part of brain health. It is integral to it. Absolutely. So I want to dive into what Lively actually is. So what are the products and, and what kind of make up the products? So Lively is really what I wanted it, what, what we wanted to do at first was to assemble the most comprehensive list of micronutrients. And what I mean by micronutrients is small biomolecules that our bodies ingest and convert into something else. They're precursors, they're building blocks to our cell walls, for example, or the neurotransmitters, which are the biochemicals that our brain uses to you know, the neurons that speak with one another to create thought, those neurotransmitters are created from biomolecules that we need to ingest. We can't make it from scratch. So uh, medically speaking and biochemically speaking, we culled through as much of the literature and we researched as much as we could to find as many of these micronutrients as possible. We found 73 of them. And we categorized them into three different formulas to support what we believed the brain was supposed to do. Like, for example, what is the brain designed to do? It's designed to work primarily. That we, we, that's the first thing we think of. But it also is designed to build you know, for the future. And it's also designed to sleep. And that's when we you know, store our thoughts. That's when delta wave sleep occurs. That's where uh, the deepest layers of uh, sleep where the brain rids itself of its toxins, that, that it restores itself. So working, building, and sleeping, we, we separated it into formulas that supported each of those uh, using our medical knowledge. For example, uh, using the side effects of some of these uh, micronutrients. Uh, magnesium, which is an ion that we need uh, that our metalloproteins need. It's a long way of saying that it's an integral part of the machinery that keeps our enzymatic engine going. That also, as a side effect, relaxes muscle. I use it as an anesthesiologist to, to delay labor because uh, it relaxes muscle. So what is that? might as well give that in a sleep formula at night. So little tricks like that that we've employed uh, using our background to really optimize three formulas. Yeah, so so the the whole um, system and it's the all in system for lively includes your you know your sleep peacefully and like I already said it's 
my favorite, but I, because at the beginning, I'm like, my brain is already so active, but then, you know, when like you like focus, I love focus clearly, um, because what it allows me to do is really, like you said, your brain is on in such a good way and you're enjoying you know, the process of accomplishing what you have to do. And, you know, we as women have lists of things to do. We're, we're kind of always multitasking. And I just find that I enjoy it. It's not so much of a struggle to get through the day. And so I love Focus Clearly for today. And then we as uh, physicians know that, you know, we need to repair and rebuild uh, for the future, and that's Restore Daily. And if you already believe in taking vitamins and you have supplements, you know, I really encourage people to look at the ingredient list because we research what we all need, and it's it's in there. We've had colleagues who are MD, PhDs in biochemistry. We just attended our 20th uh, Stanford Medical School reunion, and we talked to MD, PhDs in biochemistry, and you know those who believe in supplementation, and they reviewed our ingredient list, and they're like, "Wow, it's complete. We, you know, it's simple. It's going back to basics in a way." And you know, for people who didn't have an MD, PhD, or an MD, you don't have to do the guesswork. We've already done it, and it's in lively. We joke. We've already done the homework. Just, 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 <laughs> just enjoy the benefits. Absolutely. And what I love about it is that it's not only just these these supplements that can be useful for your brain, but also there are herbs in there that, you know, I find sometimes when it comes to taking supplements that, you know, are vitamins and then I have the herbs and I end up taking like, it's like ten, over 10 pills, you know? <laughs> Yes. And it doesn't feel so awesome to take all of these pills. And that was that was our original um, regimen, you know, because we just wanted to optimize our health. And so I'm a huge believer in like just doing everything, like addressing problems using different pathways. And so we used to take a ton of supplements. Yes. We used to take shakes and drinks and elixirs and you know, he's, he's Davida, Korean, we're, we're we, Asian. When we did so our research, if there was a supplement that existed that put this all together, we would have just bought it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was what we wanted. We just wanted to do this for ourselves. Yeah. So uh, for me, I love that kind of there is this pairing between herbs and vitamins. It's like you're getting science, but then you're also getting some of these like herbalist remedies that are paired together. So I'd love to chat about some of like the pairings that you find in, in some of the the different blends. So for example, you know, for sleep, you know, you're you're blending melatonin and ashwagandha, whereas for focus, you'd blend ginkgo, biloba, and B12. So let's chat about some of like, I would love if we could go through each of the remedies and talk about some of the things that are in them, both yes. from the perspective of like herbs, but then also vitamins. Yes. In the uh, case of the sleep peaceful, you're talking about melatonin. So melatonin is a biochemical signal, a biological signal. Our brain sends itself when the sun sets. So uh, it's also in strawberries and kiwis. We get it in uh, foods that we eat. So I'm giving it at night to reset our sleep-wake cycle. At the same time, ashwagandha has been shown as an adaptogen to help us relax. Along with that, in Sleep Peacefully, there's 5-HTP and GABA and glutamine, which are all precursors 
to the neurotransmitters that we sort of use in delta wave sleep. So again, that's also in sleep peacefully. And also you have, you know, your um, chamomile and I love that. I, I drink a lot of um, herbal teas. I'm a big believer in herbs. And like you said, you know, we come from Asian backgrounds. So um, we are big believers in that. And um, yeah, we, so we, we put them all in we, 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 we looked into what cultures over the centuries have depended on and science has backed so when we look at uh, Korean uh, ginseng, when we look at ginkgo biloba, you talked about ginkgo and the focus. Gink, uh, that's been used in culture uh, historically to memorize, you know, biblical text, and so you know, and supported by science to help in cognition. So we decided to put that in focus clearly, along with the precursors, the biological, the biochemical precursors to dopamine. Our brain needs uh, dopamine to you know feel active and engaged in action. So that's all in focus clearly. So that's one of the reasons that you, you talked about why that works so well for you. Absolutely. And then you have your kind of overall daily blend. And what are some of the things that would be incorporated into that? So the daily blend, that's my personal favorite. In the daily blend is our micronutrients that are vital to keeping our enzymatic furnace going, the, you know, the, the, the energy producing process, the B vitamin complexes, also are the precursors to uh, what your body needs to make cell walls, phosphatidylcholine, phosphatidylserine, that makes up your neurons. Your neurons can't be repaired or built without these precursors. So that's also in the restore daily, the building form. And omega-3. Oh, no, the... can't forget about the omega-3 <laughs> yes. uh, uh, fatty acids, the essential omega-3 fatty acids all that you them. also need to make uh, cell walls. So we include all three of them. And, you know, and, and what's really big right now is turmeric. It's in there. Um, cayenne is in there. there. It's also being talked a lot about now NAD, but we have for the precursors to that. Um, and, you know, if you eat, here's me, I, I mean, I tell people I'm honest about it. I don't like shakes. I don't like anything with like yucky taste, but I'll take a pill and, and you are getting all of these amazing ingredients in a pill has zero calories you don't have to add sugar to it and so for me as, as a woman i'm like i love that it's simple it's efficient and they come in these like cool travel and shareable packs so you know i give it to my my friends my staff at the clinic they take it we give it to patients um and so i'm really happy that i, I tell james it's like you know i'm so happy that we have lively for us but we uh, offer lively to my patients in our clinics, and they love it. They love it. It does make life better. And, and, and initially, that's what it was, Davida. It was just, it was for us. It was a, a system that we wanted to implement for ourselves to improve our lives, and it sort of spilled over into lively. Absolutely. And I think that's when the best ideas are born, or when they come out of a necessity for your own life. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. So beyond just taking supplements, which obviously can add a lot to your life and also simplify your life in a lot of ways, what are some of your best tips for cognitive health? Again, any, any improvement in our lives are anchored on three things, what you eat, what you think, and what you do. Uh, so if you're trying to improve your cognitive health, 
one of the things that research is showing is to get blood flow to the brain. So what you do, so you need to move, you need to exercise. And I'm not talking hard exercise. I'm just getting, I'm just talking about getting blood to the brain so that nutrients and oxygen can get there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we really believe in the mind, body, and soul uh, connection. We actually establish, a, we call our M Beauty Life Center, and we offer free yoga classes, free melt classes, kind of like mind and and spirit enrichment, free classes to the community, because this is what we believe. You know, like I told you at the beginning, I wanted to be a psychiatrist because I do feel that um, mental and psychological well-being is what's important. And all of these are just tools for us. And what I do even in dermatology are just tools to get people to be happier, to, you know, have great mental and psychological well-being to live their best lives. Definitely. So this is maybe kind of a selfish question, but I'm curious from your perspective, what are some things beyond just taking focus, focus clearly, which of course is a great choice, but to really help hone in on your focus and being able to just like be more efficient with your time? Uh, Honestly, for for me, it's to be passionate about what I'm doing. Uh, it's finding things that I want to do or finding reasons that I should be doing it. Like even if it's something that I don't necessarily want to do, something that I should be doing from, for myself or my family and convincing myself that that's an important thing to do. And that sort of takes care of the spiritual part of it because it's, it's that three-pronged approach. So that's what helps me. Yeah, I think a lot of it is in our attitude. Um, you know, if we approach life and day-to-day and the things that – we think we have to do in a grateful way as opposed to feeling like it's a chore. It really makes a reframe your um, thinking and your brain actually works much better under positive circumstances and a positive attitude than if you approach it in a negative way. Yeah, I I was thinking about a concrete example, and one is uh, our mortgage every month. I used to complain about it. Now I am thankful that I have a house that is warm, that the heater works, that I have a roof over my head. You know, you have to concentrate on the positive things of the things that you have uh, to be responsible for. Absolutely. So how about sleep? What are some of your best tips for like good sleep hygiene? First of all, you have to understand that sleep is important. I think that <laughs> that most people kind of just say, oh, I'm going to get sleep when or, I have to. Or like it's like a badge of honor yeah, that, you, that don't you don't get sleep. sleep. <laughs> you know, I think I need to change yeah, that. Yeah, science. And, and this is something even as a physician that's hard because we're taught to work hard. You don't sleep. Yeah. You, you, know, you, you work calls. all night. You take call. But science is proving over and over again we need uh, optimally seven hours of sleep. The delta wave sleep that I talked about really doesn't start to kick in until after five hours of sleep. So the first five hours of sleep are minimal. It's after that that we get more and more uh, benefit. So the first step, I believe, is to understand that sleep is absolutely vital to our health, our health and our brain health. Yeah. And then, you know, the things that we're, we're all attached, I mean, and I'm guilty of this, like we're all attached to our phones, our computers, and that absolutely messes up your, you know, circadian rhythm. And so if you can be more mindful and disciplined about turning that off and allowing your brain to really get to a place where it's calm and relaxed. And, you know, I, I like to drink my herbal teas at night. Have and, a routine. Yes. 
have a routine and some people like to do a little bit of stretching at night, you know, yoga maybe, but light yoga, praying, meditating, just to quiet, help quiet the mind and calm and relax. I think that element. Yeah, and understand, and what really helped me is to understand that if I could get the good night's sleep tonight, the work that I'm worried about, I will do tomorrow morning. And like better. Yeah, in, in, a, in a much better way, in a much better and more efficient way. So that, that took a lot of rethinking. Absolutely. I, I think that's something that I struggle with sometimes is I feel like I want to get everything done off my to-do list, that I'll sleep better if I check everything off the list, when in reality, you know, the things that are at the bottom of the list that I didn't get to are not going to be done very well or efficiently just because I want to check everything off. Absolutely. And then if you're talking about uh, like home projects, I'm, you know, I, I like to do projects around the home. That's usually when I get injured. Yeah. When you're tired and you're not quite on top of things, you make shortcuts. That's when projects start to yeah. get dangerous. And totally. you don't enjoy your next day. And the people around you can tell when you had a good night's sleep or when you didn't. Definitely. So I have to ask this question, and I'm just curious if you know you have any thoughts on it, but how do you feel about blue light blocking glasses? Do you know anything about that? Sure. The studies are all about blue light, getting blue light at night. Basically, you want to eliminate as much of light as possible um, within about 45 minutes of when you want to sleep. That's really the key, whether it's blue light, white light, uh, any light. Um, but the less blue light, the better. Uh, that, that's the, what the studies are showing. So, yeah, I, 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 if that's what your question is. Yes. Yeah. No, I was just wondering, like, is this a trend or is this something that is worthwhile to invest in? And so I put my phone now so that it goes on. To, it turns off blue light after 8 p.m. But, you know, there are times when I do find myself looking at technology a little bit later than I'd like. And one thing that I could do is put on blue light blocking glasses. I think blue light, if, if your phone was just emitting light, less blue light, it might uh, affect you less. But since you're actually actively looking at it, reading texts and being, that might kind of counter the effects of yeah. the blocking. That, yeah. that's, my, that, that's my thought. So I, just less technology in general. It, le- yes. And, and light, actually. The circadian rhythm where melatonin, that, that whole pathway where melatonin is involved, is really sensitive to light. And that's kind of how our, our brains tell our bodies it's time to sleep. And, uh, you know, and it's usually based on dark or the other sun. Our, there's no our ancestors didn't have electricity is basically the, <laughs> the, the bottom line. They are not used to seeing light after the sun goes down. They're used to sleeping. Uh, we, we artificially block that signal by turning on the lights in our house, looking at the computer, looking at a phone. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're convincing our brain that the sun is still up. And our brain is responding to that signal. Absolutely. So I'm curious, you know, what has been the most challenging part of launching Lively? You know, um, you you put that question in. I thought about this a lot because coming from my perspective, Lively has been just uh, smooth sailing, awesome, like every step of the way. Because the hardest part for me, frankly, was deciding to be part of life again. Back when I started to think about putting these micronutrients together. I really had to be, you know, I, I, I had to want this. I had to, like, have a reason to do this every day. And deciding that waking up in the morning and seeing the sunrise was worth it day after day, 
waking up next to my wife in a warm bed and in safety with my children, that was worth it every day. That was the hardest decision, I thought. I mean, just to, to turn my, my life back on. Um, and every step since then has been easy because it's something I wanted to do. And it's been something that improved my life, improved me in health wise, improved my relationship with my wife, uh, in relationship with my kids. So to me, everything since that point has been kind of smooth sailing. How about for you, Dr. Tess? The hardest- She'll have a different answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the hardest thing about, um, lively, I think, um, you know, I just wish people would try it. So for me, it's more just a, a frustration because I hear people complain about, um, you know, not having enough sleep. And then, you know, I, I see them um, about, you know, like dragging. And then I'm like, oh, gosh, you know, I I see the problem and then I know there's a potential solution. And then, of course, for us, it's really just educating the general public, because there's so much out there. And, you know, unless, like I said, you have an MD and then a PhD in biochemistry, it's very hard to know what's real, what's not, what's good to take. Um, And so hopefully, you know, it's really something that we really want to get out there. And I really appreciate you doing this interview with us because this is part of our outreach to try to to reach as many people to educate them um, about you know obviously getting good sleep, getting better health, living your best lives, and then utilizing something that is um, you know nutrition based and scientific based you know, with lively. Absolutely. So one quick question that I have is any tips for remembering to take your supplements? Because I think something that comes up for me, and I'm probably not alone in this, is that I'll find myself just like totally forgetting to take them. So make it part of your routine. Uh, for example, at night for with sleep peacefully, it's next to my toothbrush. So I know I remember to take it at night. Also next to my toothbrush is the Restore Daily. So I remember to take it in the morning. Focus I have next to me if uh, if I want to have a meeting in the morning. I have a, a packet uh, next to my toothbrush as well, and also at work if I want to have a uh, like a meeting in the afternoon. So I have packets where I would most likely need them. Well, I think for me, it's more once I really appreciate the effect of my supplements. And the cool thing about Lively is just like you are talking about focus, you know what it can do and how it helps you be your best. And I end up like really not even forgetting about it because it's like, wow, (laughs) you know, I feel the benefit of it. And so that's when I kind of know, you know, I need to take it. I'm so taking that tip to put it next to my toothbrush. That's so smart. I always keep supplements in a cupboard and because I can't see them and because they're, you know, stored away, I just totally forget to take them sometimes. And it requires that extra brain step to remember to go in there and get them and take them. And it seems so simple, but we have a million and one things that we need to do in a day and, you know, cutting corners where you can so that it's easier, like having them next to your toothbrush or in your bathroom. I don't know why I've never thought of that. (laughs) I have a bunch of them in my purse. Oh, yeah. Although that's a black hole for me. If I put anything in my purse, I'm not seeing it again for the next three months. The zipper part, you know? (laughs) So what is your long-term vision for Lively? Like, what do you see coming up for you guys in the future? I would just like to educate more people. Uh, To me, it's like we started out 
this just for us, just to, to kind of improve our lives, to optimize what we had, and to expand that to other people, I think that's the goal, to educate as many people as possible, to introduce, uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, if you get these micronutrients in your diet any way you want, it doesn't matter to me. Uh, uh, from a health perspective, from a doctor's perspective, I just want, I would love to see everyone get healthier. Absolutely. And yeah, I mean, it would be great to be able to get all these things from our diet. But I think being realistic, that isn't something I mean, first of all, you know, looking at your meal and having to break it down by its micro and macronutrient status is like work in and of itself and making sure that your meal is perfectly balanced is, I mean, it kind of takes the joy and the fun out of food, which is (laughs) for me a big piece of it. But also, you know, not everybody has access to that all the time. Davida, uh, you're talking to someone. I had a flow chart. I had a chart of things that I could, couldn't eat, what days I could eat it on to make sure that my micronutrients were spread out through the week. And I showed this to a friend who said, this is not possible. Like, no, just call me. I'll tell you. No, you need to, you need to make this easier. And that's kind of how Lively started. Yeah. And- exactly. And it's going to help and it has helped so many people. So I am I just feel very fortunate to be able to talk with you guys today, get to pick your brains and learn about what went into developing Lively and hearing your story. And if people want to find out more about Lively and about both of you, where can they do that? Go to lively.com. And and you know, we're excited because we definitely have some products um, in the works, you know, because there's, there's a need. There's really a need. And just sort of like the things that I would want for, for me um, and for my patients and family, friends. And so there's going to be more. So stay tuned. Amazing. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on the show today and for sharing your story. And I'm so excited for everybody to check out Lively and learn more about you. Thank you. Thank you so much. So there you have it. A huge thank you to Dr. James and Dr. Tess for coming on the show today and for sharing their story and all about Lively. I'm a huge fan of their products, genuinely. I feel like I'm telling everybody about it. I am especially a fan of the Focus Clearly, which I take every single day, and I've actually been able to quit coffee, which is not something that I'm against. I'm all for drinking coffee from time to time, and I totally get it if it works for you. I was just feeling that like 3 p.m. crash so hard and started to get really bad jitters. It it was just getting worse and worse. And yet I kind of lived for that like spike in energy that I would feel obviously after drinking coffee, but also just that inspiration that would come with it. And taking the focus clearly has helped so much in not needing coffee, but still getting that kind of like brain on fire feeling. And it's using all natural herbs and supplements. And I absolutely love that. So I'm genuinely a huge fan. I take it every single day. So I'm just really grateful to Lively for sharing their products with me and just letting me know all about it. And I asked them if they'd be willing to give you guys a discount. And they said yes. So if you guys want to try out any of their products, you can use the code MAVEN20 at checkout and you'll save off your first order or your first subscription with them. So they do offer a subscription service, which helps you save money, and then you'll get it delivered every month. Or you can try it just once, totally your call. But just make sure you use the code MAVEN20, and the website is just lively.com, which is lively with an I at the end, so L-I-V-E-L-I.com. 
You can check out everything there, what's in all the products. They're pretty awesome. And I'm a huge fan. So huge thank you to them for coming on the show today and for sharing their inspiring journey and all about the products. And if you guys want to keep chatting about them, if you have any questions about Lively or just things that have come up on the show, feel free to join the THM tribe. It's such an amazing supportive community. And I just love all the members there and love the feedback that I get from you guys. So it's just facebook.com slash group slash THM tribe. And if you guys want to support the show, I would absolutely love if you left a review on iTunes. It just helps us get the word out about the show, get it in front of new people who haven't heard about the Healthy Maven or That's So Maven and share all the interesting and amazing guests that we've had here on the show. So I would so appreciate whatever kind of support you're able to offer, whether that's in an iTunes review, or if you want to just share on social media, share where you're listening to the podcast. I also just love seeing where you guys are listening. And I love being able to share that with other people. So definitely tag me and let me know where you're listening to the show and the episodes that you're really loving. It's just at the healthy maven. And while you're on there, you may have noticed that I'm actually in Arizona right now. So I'm just here for a couple of days seeing my parents who are here. They're just on a little vacation and we decided to tag along. And this is not our big road trip that we're planning. This is separate from that. We will be back in Arizona for that, but we're going to be in different places that time. And I'm almost booked, or at least I've mostly booked that trip. And I'm so, so excited, but I'm definitely going to need some advice from you guys on places to go, especially places to eat. So if you haven't heard about it, we're doing a big Southwest road trip and we've actually tagged on a whole California portion to it of places that we haven't been to yet. So I'm really looking forward to it and just working through some stuff in life right now. You know, as I mentioned in the last episode, it's kind of a balance of like working through the BS and also just like feeling really good and vibing. So it's really what life is all about. And as someone who oftentimes tries to fit things into a box and likes to see the world through black and white because it feels easier to understand, it's interesting to come to terms with the fact that it can be really great and really challenging all at the same time. And that's kind of just how life is. And I'm learning to embrace that and enjoy it and make the most of it and know that those challenging lessons that come, come for a reason and they're meant to teach us something. So again, if you're in it right now, I feel you. I'm right there with you. I've got a lot of learning lessons happening right now. And I know I've been kind of elusive on this, partially because you know it involves other people that I don't necessarily want to drag through the mud or you know bring attention to if that's not something that they're interested in having in their life right now. But also, you know, we all go through stuff that we don't necessarily share. But I think it's important for us to be transparent about the fact that, like, we all go through stuff. You know, whether you share the details of that or not, we all go through stuff. And it's important that, you know, we be open and honest and transparent about that. And I know I mentioned I'm dealing with some health stuff as well. It's not anything that you need to be too, too concerned about. I'm seeing physicians and nutritionists and people to help me work through it, but basically dealing with, like, a really bad case of adrenal fatigue and burnout. We're actually going to be having an expert come on the show to chat about adrenal fatigue. We've mentioned it here on the show before, but you know, I wanted to do something that was a bit more in depth. So essentially, adrenal fatigue is basically like an exceptional amount of burnout that has affected your hormones. And it's led to some complications in my life. Nothing that I can complain about, but definitely noticing some areas for improvement. And it's funny because I'm probably the least stressed I've ever been. And of course, this is when all of these things come up because my body finally has time and space to be able to process these things. So if you've ever like gone on vacation and gotten sick, 
it's usually an indication that whatever patterns you have in your life, in your regular, normal, non-vacation life, is a sign that things are a little haywire. Because as soon as you let your body relax, it will show you exactly what is wrong with it. And I spent a long time kind of ignoring those symptoms. And now I'm able to process them and work through them. And I'm so incredibly lucky to have the support of people who can help me get through this, but also just here on That's So Maven and the Healthy Maven and Camp Wellness and all the amazing cool things we have going on just to have an awesome team of people who help me with that. So you guys are wonderful. It's also taught me that you should never be afraid to ask for help, whether it's for help in your health or at work or at home or wherever it may be. For a long time, I tried to do everything by myself and it wasn't sustainable for me. And here I am. So thank you to everybody who has lent a helping hand or just been a support system to me and all of you guys, because you're awesome and you're always just like kind and compassionate with me and know that definitely not here to complain, but just to be honest and transparent about what's happening in my life. And hopefully it can, you know, make you feel a little less alone or be more transparent and open in your own life. So that is that. I am going to let you know that next week's episode is an interesting one. I will say that. Um, I asked you guys in the tribe your thoughts on me publishing the episode because it definitely involves opinions and thoughts on things that I don't necessarily personally agree with, but that doesn't make it wrong or you know not something that you should or shouldn't incorporate into your life. So I'm going to be chatting with Dr. Josh Axe, and some of you may be familiar with him, draxe.com. It's a huge website. He has a lot of information available, and the episode is certainly full of information. It has things, like I said, that I don't necessarily personally agree with, but I thought it was good for us to have a dialogue and show you guys what it means to not necessarily agree on something, but also be able to meet each other in the middle. So I am going to be including a trigger warning at the beginning for anybody who might be struggling with any kind of body image issues or an eating disorder or something of that sort, or is just sensitive to any kind of nutrition information that is a bit more cut and dry, if if I may say so. It's one way of putting it, but we do talk a lot about the ketogenic diet. He does mention weight loss a lot, and I could have edited out these things, but I think it's important for me to be honest about the conversation that we had. And I really did try and stand true to who I am and my beliefs, but also be open to the fact that he might have different ones and that's okay. So I am going to be including that at the beginning. If you want to skip that one, totally get it. If you want to hear a really interesting conversation around the ketogenic diet and around, you know, other ways to approach your health and at the same time, someone who doesn't necessarily believe in diet culture and also wants to be supportive and kind of a fellow human who has information to share, I think this can be a helpful episode for you. So hopefully you tune in, listen, and enjoy it. And of course, I'm always open to feedback from you. So with that, I hope you have a wonderful week and I will chat with you again next week. Have a good one. Bye guys. 